from the cube. <clears throat> Excuse me. I appreciate you listening. And we're, I think, on episode 115. Sorry I didn't get one out yesterday. Again, our summer plan was to put one out every day for 60 days. And those that have been listening know that uh, I've missed a few days here and there, but I'm trying my best. Uh, but I had some time here. I had about 20 minutes and wanted to put an episode out uh, and really appreciate it. Sometimes I struggle with exactly where to go with these episodes and what content to do or what quote or what I'm learning and listening to. But I wanted to start with this. Uh, I had a friend stop in in the past day or so. and We ended up talking about um, you know, some, some, the situation personally that I'm having with my dad and uh, my dad passed away. And so we were talking about that and my trip out east and how that went. And then we also were just talking about business and leadership and things of that nature. And he actually said something really great to me. Um, let me tell you, let me paint this story to you. And there's two stories to this, but it's interesting how uh, the mind works or how hard we work or what we're capable of or how we need coaching and how we need motivation and direction and how we need to be accountable to other people and to, um, to our teams and whatever it might be. But here's kind of the story. There's a Gentleman in town that works at the local high school. I don't remember his name, and I've met him once or twice um, and just talked with him maybe once. Um, maybe once. Uh, but I hear great things about him. I hear he's an amazing uh, coach and leader, and, and I think he works in the uh, kind of the strength and conditioning department with uh, local high school athletes. Uh, but th- here's the story, and I'm not going to get it correct, but he's working out with some kids and some young, uh, some young high school athletes, and they're in the gym. And he takes $20 and he puts it, puts it down on the floor and he's like, hey, gentlemen, I need you to give me everything you have. I need you to work as hard as you possibly can on this next round of exercises. Give me everything you have. And all these players are around him and, you know, he's motivating them and inspiring them to give their best, to give their best. And apparently... The exercise they are going to do is measured by time. So you're actually able to see the progress uh, that the, the athletes are putting in. Give me everything you have. Does everybody agree to that? Do the best you can. Yes, absolutely. Okay, so all the kids are bought in and they're doing this. And everybody's going to get $20 if you, can, if you give your best effort. So the kids do the exercise. They're timed on it. And, and they want to be now paid after the exercise is over. Maybe it's one person, maybe it's all of them. Let's just assume it's all of them and everybody feels like they're going to get $20 from this coach for the effort they have put in. And he says, all right, here's the second part of the exercise. He slaps another 20 down. Now you're going to get 40 and I want you to do it again. But you've got to do better than you just did. So they go back to the workout doing the same thing. Let's just say it's 10 kids. All 10 kids do better than what they just did prior to. So now they're ready to collect their 40. And they all come and they want their $40. And he looks at them and he says, I'm not giving you that money. The rule was, or the deal was, that on the first round when there was 20 on the floor, that you guys would give your best effort. That you would do whatever it took to to maximize your output. And then I upped it to 40 and asked you to do it again, but you had to improve. And you all did. So I'm not paying you. You said you would do your best. And now the motivations have changed and there's money on the floor. And there's good money for you. And now you're all going to perform better when you all said that you could. And I was told that story this morning. I don't know how that hits you. You know, it hit me a little bit. 
You know, uh, and my friend was saying this. He's a CrossFit friend of mine, and he's put together. And and I really admire him because he's always like there are no days off for my friend. And he he works every day and he improves every day and he gets after it every day. But he had this comment. He was like, some people can are stronger than me, have done it longer than me, have better endurance than me, all this sort of stuff. But he says if we go do an exercise for some reason on occasion, most of the time. Not on occasion, but most of the time. Not all the time, but most of the time. I'm able to beat those people. I'm able to beat them. They're stronger, quicker, faster, endurance, blah, blah, blah. All this sort of stuff. Consistently, I beat them though. And and I said this to him. I said, listen, I think people are programmed that way. I think we are wired that way. I think we are wired to some people to just that the clock starts and you roll. And you don't need any sort of motivation other than the personal motivation or personal goals that you have. If there's time on the clock and you can measure your improvement, there are some people that wake up every day that says, man, I ran a seven minute mile yesterday and I'm running a 630 today and a week from now I'm gonna be running a, you know, a 530 mile. And, I'm, and then it's gonna be 525. Like I'm gonna get better every day and I don't need anybody to motivate me, wake me up, push me, I'm just gonna do it. And I told him, I said like, listen, when we do CrossFit together and there's 12 minutes on the clock to do an exercise or you've got to do a certain amount of reps or exercise for time, but the max time is 12 minutes, my mindset, me personally, me, George, I'm sitting there going, shit, this is going to take me 12 minutes. Like whatever it is, I, my hope is, is that I can complete everything in 12 minutes. But I know that whatever the max time is, it's taken me 12 minutes. Where my friend is going to sit there and say, 12 minutes, I bet you I can get it done in six and a half. And I'm going to watch. And I've done this. Uh, so the, my mind is, my mind, even though it's CrossFit, my mind is comfort. Only going as hard as I need to. I'm not going to push myself. I know I've got more in the tank. Who? There's David Goggins that says that you only use 40% of what you're capable of. 40%. And when you get to that 40%, your mind quits. Your body quits. Your mind's ready to keep going. You got the governor on your body, right? You got the governor on your mind, whatever, whichever one it is, right? Whichever, like if your mind is just ready to quit, but your your mind is saying quit, no more, no more, but your body's going, shit, I can go another 60. Right? And some people just have it. And some people can just roll with it. And some, like me, I'm sitting around going, my comfort, I've hit my 40%. Whew, I'm tapped out. So here's the other story I wanted to uh, say r relating to that. And I don't know how that impacts you or the stories you want to tell yourself or all that. But I do know David. I believe David Goggins. There's a shirt on the Tom Bilyeu show when David Goggins is on that knee. The shirt says, what would Goggins do? What would Goggins do? Goggins would probably finish this podcast and figure out a way to do 100 burpees before his meeting that he has at 115. He would say, that's the goal. Man, all right, it's this time. I've got 30 minutes. I'm going to see how many burpees I can do in 30 minutes, and then I'll take my call. Like, that's what Goggins would do, right? So here's the other story. I was working a bunch of uh, athletes out one day, and I put them all on the line. 20, let's call them 20, 20 athletes. I was like, hey, uh, we're on a basketball floor, and we're going from baseline to baseline, 94 feet, right? 94, 94. They got to go down and back. They go, they go down and back, and they got to do it in 12 seconds. And these are high school kids. Uh, not high school kids. These are like eighth grade and below, all the way to like third grade, or fourth grade. 
Okay, so I've got 20 athletes ranging from like fourth grade to eighth grade. And we say, hey, you got to go down and back in 12 seconds. And you've got, you've got to do it in 12. If you don't do it in 12, you're done. You tapped out. You're done. So what we talked about was the Navy SEAL. And this particular day, I was, you know, had watched some Navy SEAL. I had watched some Jocko Willing stuff and had watched a film on Navy SEAL training. And the idea of the Navy SEAL is, I think, and I'm not, I, 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 this is what I believe I heard. And I believe that in the middle of the camp where they stay, where their bunks are, right by the beach, there's a bell. And all you got to do to get out of Navy SEAL training is ring the bell. So it could happen at 2 in the morning. It could happen whatever. You could leave line. You could be holding a log or a boat over your head. You could be in the surf doing sit-ups. You could be whatever. And at some point, if you just say, I've had enough, I'm going to go ring the bell. You're done. You're done. And you got to watch your buddies go ring that bell. And so what I was saying to these kids were, you can ring the bell whenever you want. So these are young athletes. And running down and back in 12 seconds with maybe a 10 to 15 second break in between is difficult. And so they're running down and back. After the first time, one or two bounce out. What, because they, maybe they just can't do it. Maybe the younger kids or the kids that aren't in the best of shape just can't go down and back in 12 seconds. So they run down and back and they tap out and they're like done. But then you get, and my, my own son was probably one of the first ones out. Like I'd be interested in how he does now because that, that is the mindset shift of saying, because I told him, none of you have to do this, but here's the contest and let's see who wants to win. Let's see who wants to compete. Let's see who wants to challenge themselves. Let's see who wants to outlast the guy next to you. Let's see who wants to ring the bell, right? We used to do this in coaching because you can sit there and say, well, can't count on that guy. Like that guy's got it in him, but you can't count on him. Because when it got tough, when it got challenging, when other people were quitting, when you gave them the option to ring the bell, they rang it. So they go down and back, down and back. And then what ends up happening is you end up with the five. And it was over. Like, hey, and I was sitting there encouraging them. Just ring the bell. We're done. You don't have to do this. And they're hunched over. And they've been doing this now for, you know, I think like 20 times or 21 times they've gone down and back. And these kids are exhausted. And they're still hitting 12. They're still hitting 12. But these are young kids. And I'm like, just ring the bell. You don't have to do it. Tap out. Tap out. And we ended up with two. And then we ended up with one. And that guy was winning. We said, no, it's not over. It's not over. On the line on the line and he's like let's roll and that kid kept going and he kept going and he kept going and i believe we got into the 30s and this was like a fourth grader and then at one point he didn't make it in 12 seconds so he was just exhausted and we sat there and we looked around and people were encouraging and people were still running with him that had been that had already rang the bell and he kept going and I was thinking about that story today when we talk about mindset, we talk about people that have that in them. My son, my blood, uh, the, 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 one of the two things I love the most in life, he tapped out like in the first five. And here's his friend because they're the same grade who's still going at 30. And, and then this is what happened. And I love this part of the story. His dad was out of town. And when his dad, his dad was out of town on a business trip and he either texted his dad or he called his dad and he said, dad, I didn't ring the bell. I'm not a quitter. Something along those lines. 
I didn't ring the bell. Coach tried to get me to ring the bell and I wouldn't quit. And I won and I won and I competed and I won. That was how he felt. What a great feeling. You know, this Jesse Itzler idea of remember tomorrow, man, that kid wakes up the next day and he just knows he's not going to quit. And his mom and dad are sitting around saying, I know that sucker. I know that he's not going to quit. He's that, that's not in his makeup. So I, what's that have to do with teams and business and leadership and all that? Man, I hope that I can be that and work towards that. You know, I hope that when you maybe do the landscape of yourself, if you're going to be that, that person that is going to sit there and say, you know, I'm telling you right now, 12 minutes to get all these exercises done, it's going to take me 12 minutes. I don't have the mindset or belief or confidence in myself to sit there and say, okay, I, can, I think I can get that in under 10. Not that I think, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get it in under 10. The breaks that I take, the water breaks, the standing around, the not move, whatever it is, like how can I shave this time off? How can I get this done? My friend says, hey, there's people bigger, faster, stronger than me in this gym and somehow I'm always on top. And it's not, he's not bigger, faster, stronger. Is that the same way with your teams? There are people that just aren't as talented enough. Not Maybe there's just people on the team that aren't as talented, aren't as resourceful, don't have the education, but they're always on top. Maybe that's the mindset. You know what? I'm going to figure out a way to beat everybody. And I'm going to figure out a way to be on top because everybody else is going to quit. Everybody else isn't going to give their best effort. And I'm going to keep grinding every single day whenever possible because I know the time I'm put in, they will quit. I, had, I said this the other day uh, in another podcast that I, uh, some of the athletes I had in my house uh, a couple weeks ago on a Saturday morning, 9 a.m. And we were talking and I said, the greatest thing that has happened to you in your life is Fortnite. Now, if you don't know what Fortnite is, then you don't have children. All right. Every child plays Fortnite on whatever device they have, Xbox, PlayStation, whatever it is. Right. So everybody's playing Fortnite. And parents hate it. It's the worst thing to happen to this generation. The game's playing Fortnite. And I twisted that. I said, you know what? I told these kids, and I actually had the dads stand up that were in my house saying, wait a minute, wait a minute. No, no, no. Don't say that. Come on. Where's this going, George? I said, just hear me out and then believe what your parents said. This is a great opportunity for you to jump over people that are distracted, that won't work hard, that don't find, that find the value in basketball performance and development that's what we were talking about but find playing Fortnite to be more valuable whereas you have the opportunity to keep your goals and ambitions and your drives and your commitments on top of Fortnite. and if you do that you could leapfrog them by 20 hours a week 15 hours a week 10 hours a week 10 hours a week 40 hours a month right 120 hours a quarter and you've been doing this and they've been doing that and it's the same thing professionally there's distractions out there there's people that just don't have it in them that it's going to take 12 minutes to do the exercise instead of six and a half i'll outwork everybody and i will have a different mindset than everybody where everybody is going to be doing 12 minute exercises I'm going to be doing six minute exercises where everybody's going to quit, think they're not good enough, take shortcuts, not do, not make extra phone calls, not do whatever. I'm going to be the one grinding and I'm going to be the one performing. And I may not have that education, that responsibility, that pay grade or those resources, but you tell me the rules of the game 
and I'll perform it's so much so that I'll outperform everybody. So I won't be distracted by Fortnite and I will get on the line and I won't ring the bell where other people will. Sometimes it's just a test of endurance than it is strength or resources or education. Maybe it's just, endure, just the endurance of it, of staying the course saying. So Gary V's big thing is this, like, hey, I'm, it's, it's, it's a micro, it's you know macro patience, micro hustle. Like I'm hustling every day, I'm working every day, I'm grinding every day, I'm thinking every day, I'm reading, blah, blah, all this sort of stuff. But I know that this is the long game. My son has strung together a month to a month and a half of his best behavior, attitude, emotions, everything. It's been unbelievable what my son has done in, in terms of his attitude and work ethic and everything uh, recently. And I've acknowledged it, encouraged it, and patted him on the back and loved him up on it. But I've also said, Camden, you don't have to be great tomorrow, next week, next month. Like you don't even have to think about it. Don't even think about it. You just have to be a champion. And then I pause and he looks at me and he says, today. You just have to be a champion today. You just have to have the work ethic, the mindset, the ambition, the drive, the character, all that just today. Just today. Don't worry about tomorrow. And that's the mindset. So I say, hey, you've got to be, and then I pause and he says consistent. Just be consistently great, but just do it one day at a time. Then when we wake up tomorrow, let's have a strategy to be great tomorrow. And let's not worry about the day after tomorrow, but let's just worry about today. And that's it, right? It's, that, it's all that stuff. It's being on the line and grinding it out, not ringing the bell and being consistent with it today and tomorrow and knowing that, hey, I'm going to endure it. I'm going to be consistent. I'm going to endure it. I'm going to be great with it. And those are the things to kind of keep in mind. So that stuck me when my friend said, hey, I just outwork everybody. He didn't say I just outwork everybody. He was like, for some reason, I'm always winning. That's essentially what he said, right? And that's not a CrossFit thing. And this is a very good friend of mine. And I'm looking at him. I wish I would have said it that way to him. If he's listening to the podcast. Because when I look at him, I'm like, it's not a, it's not a CrossFit thing. Like you just kind of win at life, right? Why am I always winning? I'm not strong enough. They're stronger than me. They have the technique down. They're better at these exercises. They have better endurance, but I'm always on top. And I should have looked at him and said, well, it's pretty much how you are in life, right? You're always on top, right? And he, yep, he would have, he would have humbly, hum, humbly agreed, right? So it's not a CrossFit thing. You just got to figure out, you know what? Maybe your mindset's different. Maybe you're into it consistently, right? Anybody can do the, the rep 10 times. Can they do it? 10 times 10 and still have the same intensity, focus, purpose, and mindset with it. So listen, I know that's 20 minutes. I wanted to get a podcast out today. Um, I hope you're enjoying these quick. That's about 20 minutes. I hope you're enjoying these more. I, the numbers seem to suggest that, uh, they, that, that it's going better. Um, I hope you're having a great week. It is Friday. Um, I hope you have a great weekend. I'm definitely uh, committed to putting more of these out and my hope is is that we will put one out Saturday and Sunday as well I'm learning a lot uh, the podcast has been great and I told you about some great conversations I've had this week that are still uh, impacting and resonating with me I hope that you are having uh, amazing conversations and I hope that you are connecting with people that inspire you and inspire you to action uh, and inspire you to inspire others 
uh, and be there. You know, I had my friend stopped in simply because of this. This is what you need. And I'm great. I'm, listen, my life is just filled with gratitude and, uh, and just being humble with things and just really appreciating what I have and who I have, right? Um, my, my friend just called and said, hey, I'm going to stop in. I'm like, cool. So he stops in and just wants to see what's going on, wants to see what I'm doing. I have, you know, I got an email from a client this week. Client sent me a, a lady at this client, uh, sent me an email because she had heard what's been going on. Or she listens to the podcast, heard what's going on. It's amazing. Just simple gestures of reaching out to people and saying, I have a friend on LinkedIn that is reaching out to me, you know, just reaching out, just those subtle things that, and I, I don't say it to put it on me. I'm saying it because man, it is so impactful just to know that people are thinking about you, uh, want to talk with you, want to uplift you, want to encourage you, want you to know that they're there for them. And th that's how we need to run our teams. It's amazing. I had like, this was like months ago before anything happened with my dad, but I had like one person on our team saying, Hey George, I want to connect with you. Uh, when's a good time. So we, and we sat for like, and talked about teams and leadership and uh, for like 30 minutes and how, how we can help one another. It was just out of the blue. And I walked away going, man, that was awesome. That was awesome that when he had questions on X that he came to me and we had a great discussion, right? So how can you be that on your teams? How can you be that in your community? How can you be that with your families where it's like, man, we haven't touched base or hey, you're struggling with X. You're doing great, but I noticed this. How can I help? What do you need? You know, I think what you said here was awesome. I, I, I think that you have no idea one, what that does for you and you have no idea how that uplifts them. You know, there's a phrase in uh, parenting, I believe, you know, it's the, the, it's the kid that deserves you the least that needs you the most, right? It's the, so essentially what that means to me is like when you are in times of trial or things aren't going well, or you're in the ditch and in the valley, that's, you know, and things aren't going well, man, sometimes friends and uh, your community, they scatter and sometimes they support. Right. And so, you know, I hope that you uh, are in that camp of support, uh, not and I'm not talking about anything like, you know, tragic that happens in people's lives. I'm just suggesting that you need to have that mindset with your team all the time of sitting there saying, hey, how could I go have a conversation? How could how could who who needs what and how can I provide it? That person needs this conversation or that person needs a pat on the back or that person needs a encouragement and support. And that person needs to know that what they're doing, even if it's small, is so valuable to what's going on. You know, maybe I just haven't talked to that person in a while and they need to know I'm thinking about them and how valuable they are. Man, I'm telling you, that stuff goes a long way. Listen, I hope you get out of your cube. Look for me this weekend. Appreciate everybody that listens. And, uh, and thank you so much for the support of the podcast. Have a great rest of the week or a great rest of your Friday and enjoy your weekend. We'll talk soon.